Spikes Car Radio starts now. driving your 87 911 and this song came on the radio because i've only got that blob punk radio in there and it's just madness and this song is blaring and i'm just having a delightful insane run over here great car great car 405 is just gets crazier and crazier but that radio is driving me nuts that blob punk because it's you know, I, maybe it's just because we all use Spotify now that... Not me. I have no patience for just waiting or looking for a song. I'm I'm scanning, looking for one song I can listen to. This is up, and I'm happy, and then the next song is Jethro Tull or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then I'm fiddling. I bring a little portable JBL speaker Ooh, with me that. in those cars. Yeah, in that blue car. I was going to take that blue yeah. car. But it Which didn't, blue car? The one that has no battery power. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> did you have a look at that? I haven't been over there, but I did ask Mark. Oh, you uh, did? The, the, to take a look at it. I could please. have been doing everything wrong. But um, I hope uh, the immobilizer but, button and everything. And, uh, yeah, if, but, there's a, if there's a kill switch immobilizer, <laughs> it's 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I asked if there was a kill switch. Is there a kill switch in no. it? No. No, it's just the interlock system that came in those... Uh, later 997s and 993s. I was really excited to drive that car. It was uh, We're having beautiful, summery, sunny days out here. I'll try to go over in the morning. I'm going to see if I can get that car going because tomorrow is going to be gorgeous. That it car is. is, if you like this 87, if yeah. you like what this 87 is doing, you're going to like what this 97 yeah. does. It has the X51 power pack, the 3.8 RS engine in it. I was... Uh, that's the blue cabriolet? Yeah. Oh, oh that thing that's is hot. Nice. Yeah, we like that one. But the 87 is delightful. I mean, <clears throat> it was an all-black car. Black, black, black. Right? A little too hot Triple to black. drive the car. Triple black. But the minute I drove it, I was just happy. And then our friend from New York called. I was in the car, and I was like, hey, I'm driving this 87. He goes, tell me about it. I go, it's just, an, it's just a nice 911. What's better than a nice 911? Just a nice, simple 911. I don't even know the miles on it. What are the miles on it? Something like 20,000 miles. It's well-maintained. Marco put a dyno tune on it, which explains why it feels as fast as right. it does. But it's, you know, it just feels balanced and nice. And I had the windows down today. Open up the sunroof and I'm running some errands. And I was just happy. I tell you, these basic car. 911s are where it's at. You don't need much more than that, right? I don't think I not, need much more than that. Not a vintage. You know, honestly, an, an 87 Turbo versus the this 87 911, frankly, this is the car you're going to put the key in nine times out of ten. Mm. So, <clears throat> we had a silver black 87. Right. It was stolen by a meth head and returned to us. <laughs> and then we sold it, I guess. To Tom Ryan. Who's that? Tom Ryan is a friend <clears throat> of ours. Um, he is notable in your industry. Tom Ryan. Yeah. Okay. I don't he, remember. He, yeah. What does he do? Oh, you, 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 I think he came up with something called Pluto TV. Okay. Oh, Tom. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. He still has that car? Yeah, and he loves it. It's a great car. And then when I drove this, I went, oh, this is another 87. And it's it's also great. <laughs> it's a good year for these 911s, right? Yeah. 
Excellent vintage. <laughs> there, there isn't much I would do to that car, if anything. I, I might just look at the front end and send it down to Steve Alarcon and just uh, give him your weight and then uh, and then have him balance the front end for you and make it a little... He worked on the R87, you know? He made that front end a little, I, little lighter. I think that's a good idea. My son, Dell, took that car, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a lot of wheel time behind earlier 911s, and he found the the front end of that to be incredibly light. He's not used to yeah. how light and kind of... Uh, it doesn't float and turn well, just kind of stuck. You need, to, you need to lighten them up just a hair. Right. And that's usually tires and Steve. Valakon's magic uh, hands there. But he'll have it for two hours. He'll send it back up. You have a perfect thing there. Really, really cool car. Where did that car come from? Don Ahern at Poor Sport. That's a Don Ahern car. Wow. Yeah. He got it right. He got it right. Look at him. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. I'm currently in a battle with a woodpecker. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a classic, classic Woody Woodpecker situation where I have my office above the garage. I grind up there. I'm writing a lot of stuff right now. I got to get stuff done. I'm on Zooms. And then I hear. On the house? On the garage, above the garage. And I try to ignore it. And I look out the window, there's a red-headed woodpecker there banging on the side of my garage. So red-headed be- woodpecker. <clears throat> it's like, <laughs> you remember their first Woody Woodpecker yeah. where there was a, this beautiful old Germanic home and there were two pandas living in there and one had a tiny little derby? Yes. And he's banging on the roof? That's, this is happening to me. It's happening to me. And the first time I thought it was charming. Now, it, but it's a real nuisance. And I have to get up sometimes from important Zooms with like Netflix and go... I have to deal with a woodpecker right now <laughs> and bang on the side and get rid of the woodpecker. Well, today, after a month of this, I went and I into the backyard and I looked up at my window and looked at the side of the house. It's Swiss cheese. The house? Yeah, the they're house. very destructive. In, in, yeah, not the in, house, but around the window, there were there's a, at least uh, 10 holes in one area. And by the way, working. once... Once they like a place, <laughs> they don't leave that place. That's they right. have to find a much better place, and they usually don't. So get a and BB so, gun. You know, and some, I don't minutes. know about California, but I know my niece and nephew who live in in Boise, they've got a woodpecker. They can't kill it. It's some sort of endangered species, and it's protected, so they have to tolerate the thing destroying really? their house. Yeah. In First of Idaho? All, nothing's protected in Idaho. Well, the, apparently... <laughs> Just they, the white race. <laughs> Not oh. even the Constitution, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, but BB gun. Hold on. Where I live is known for woodpeckers. There's a gang. <laughs> I'm not lying. Including you. They're, 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 I think they're called downy-headed woodpeckers, and there's a gang of them. There's about 15 or 20 of them on our street working the palm trees up and down. And they're, you know, sometimes I'll pull in. We have a little fountain out front. They're all sitting in the fountain. I really like them. You, as you know, I'm a birder. I used to be a bird guy. So I like looking at the birds. But now I've completely turned. And, and you think about BB gun, and I thought about that today, and I thought that's not powerful enough for what I want to do to this woodpecker. <laughs> but but, I, but I'm but i just going down a cartoon woodpecker wormhole. Right. This is going to, you know, I'm yeah. going to be like that guy. Maybe the coyote against no, the roadrunner. Did you ever see the story of the guy whose house is burned down, and he said he was trying to get rid of a hornet or something? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, yeah, mission accomplished. You right. did, but right. you also burned your house. Right. That's the direction I'm headed with this. Okay. 
<laughs> I only say it because I like to bring things like this up on the show because someone will DM me and go, here's what you do. Well, I mean, what, I think BB gun is the number one answer. No. No? You got to be a sharpshooter to do that. And they're a little flighty. You can't just catch them. They're, like a know. rifle. How about a shotgun to the side of your <laughs> <Yeah>. house? <laughs> yeah, get, like some, get some, what do they call that? Like, like bird shot or rat shot or whatever? I don't know. But I love the endless adventures this house this <laughs> So the coyotes are getting the woodpecker. The coyote adventure is over. You just had coyotes before we started the show. Yeah, they were just in the drive. On the ring doorbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. My wife will sometimes get up early to work out before the light comes up. And I love watching the videos because she creeps out of the house looking over her shoulder left and right. Because it could be a mountain lion. <laughs> they are out there. Yeah, yeah. But she does this like, creepy walk and she's like scared. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to get eaten by one of the circus lions. <laughs> uh, well, I wish you luck. Yeah. Is it is it just your office or the whole house? No, it's just my office. Oh, that sucks. I'll turn it into something. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you notice Delta has a 911 GT3 RS to help flyers make more tight connections? Not any 911 <laughs> GT3. What do you mean, that's not the, any? That's the one that was here. That's the, the that's that car. car. Yeah. What? That's, that's the one I was driving around. Yeah. I have to tell you, I just flew Delta to New York and back. They couldn't even get their internet right. Well, they get their Porsches right. There were people just hacking, coughing. You know, <laughs> there there were two. Folks that went to the bathroom and stayed in there for 20 plus minutes. Doing what you in, think? What's that? And what do you think they were doing in there? I don't know, but I was in a very good class of flight. I was being flown there. And you expect not to have that issue? Left bathroom L1 and mm. R1 mm-hmm. locked up. These folks in there 20 plus minutes three times in the flight from LA to New York. Jesus. Like, and, like irritable bowel syndrome or something? I don't know. I thought they were taking a nap or something. Ugh. But the idea... <laughs> Did they go in with literature? And then I'm looking around. Zuckerman, I was texting you, right? There was a guy sitting next to me who was... Uh, at least He had at least 12 glasses of wine. <laughs> Skinny guy. Nice. Who had the dirtiest handkerchief just blowing <laughs> snot, putting it from his nose to his mouth. Excellent. The whole flight, five hours, and I'm trying not to get Zuckerman. I'm trying to ignore what it. What did I advise you to do? Well, I don't forget. What? I texted you and said, look over and say in my voice, you're making me puke. <laughs> <laughs> you're making me puke. I couldn't understand it. And I only bring this up because these are the people getting on this GT3 RS. I don't want them near it. They don't know how to behave in public. They don't know how to behave. Why would Porsche do this? Well, what I want to know is, it's for like if you have a tight connection, the the idea is because they have like okay, they're gonna be able to go so much faster I, on the it's tarmac. A gimmick, but they they have like There's five cayennes. Yes, they have five cayennes, right? And. The GT3 RS is great, but there's no frunk. There's a roll bar in there. You can't put a bag in the back. So like, what do you do with your you know your rollerboard? If you have, I don't know, there must be like a cayenne that follows it or something. I just find the whole whole idea is really stupid. I mean, it gets a lot of publicity, I guess. That's it, what it's for. It yeah. makes me feel bad when I read it. I just go, oh. Well, because they have the 918 in Atlanta. So, so uh, airport, home of the Cinnabon. People Ugh. being duct taped. <laughs> right? What are their duct Screaming, the, diarrhea, the yeah. blood, and the new Porsche GT3 RS. <laughs> because Delta is class. 
Hey, they, they couldn't keep their internet connection going. Their I mean, $40 interconnect that I had to pay for. Listen, fly, fly American. If, you, if you're mad well, at Delta, like, fly American. I'm not old, going anywhere anymore. Man, man, tired what, of it. what was the old Delta tagline? Ready when you are. Ready for <laughs> diarrhea. Ready for blood. Ready for vomiting. <laughs> that wasn't the only Porsche news. Porsche is oh. now almost confirming that they're going to make the Mission X Porsche's uh, head honcho told the Australian magazine Car Sales that the feedback received following the Mission X's debut last June has been massively positive. Massive. I don't even, I didn't write the guy's name down, but it says the 55-year-old executive said, who's that? Uh, I can look it up. Klaus von Bülow. <laughs> Bonnie. <Von> Klaus. <laughs> it's a great motivation for us doing the car. I think we put in our, uh, raised our hands for that, Zuckerman. We said we'd like one. Aspirational, I think, uh, yes. both of our parts. Yeah, we well, we don't want to miss out on another 918 VIP program. If it is approved, it will be the only uh, only the fourth supercar flagship from Zuffenhausen, following the footsteps, of course, of the 959, the Carrera GT, and the 918. Bloom, Oliver Bloom. Oh yeah, Oliver. Well, what do you think? Will you guys get off your phones? Let's podcast. Come I'm, on, I'm let's not, talk. Up I'm doing stuff. What are you doing, Zuckerman? You're not yes, doing I, shows. I, I, I'm, doing, I'm doing business. The same time <laughs> I'm, I've got. <laughs> what kind of business? <laughs> I have one of my partners, Lance, texting me from a, a gala, a law gala. I have Steve <laughs> Lance. Like, with the dames. We got, someone just slipped on a banana over here. It's Saturday night. I'm doing a show. Okay, what do you got? She hurt her hip. All right, get her name. Get her earrings. Get her earrings. Throw them at her. We're going to make some money on this. Hold on, I got another text. I'm at a bus stop, and the bus just ran over a homeless man. Get his wheelchair number. But all day long, you must get pitches like that. All day long, I'm getting all sorts sorts of things happening. <laughs> and it just never stops all weekend. So so tonight, like you'll wake up in the morning, there'll be seven new in your inbox. Like, yeah, hey. seven new. And usually six of them are two people beat the shit out of each other <laughs> at, a, at a Hollywood bar. Is that what Sunday morning is like? Oh, yeah. yeah Sunday morning. So all of who beat who over, over <laughs> who can't remember. So, <laughs> so what day is the most like uh, missing limbs? Is it like Wednesday, missing limb Wednesday? You never know. Okay, that I haven't done. An, I have not done a scientific study on the mo on the day you're most likely to lose an appendage. Okay. How However, I will tell you, weekends are for fighting. <laughs> yes. You know what else weekends are for? A unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra. That's yeah. right. Our friends at Blue Chew. Blue Chew. But now in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost, you can take them anytime, day or night. So plan ahead. Whenever you are ready and the opportunity arises, the process is simple. Sign up at Blue Chew, consult with one of their super hot licensed <laughs> And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. I wonder if that's part of the test. Like as you're looking at one of those super hot medical providers, they go, are you feeling anything down there? I'm not. All right. You really you need, need Blue, Chew. Blue Chew. You need it now. We're making it right now at La Brea and Obama <laughs> in a vat <laughs> next to the burial lady. <laughs> we never received our blue chew. We've been, what, God damn it. What, what kind of, we what got kind of every blue chew jug lords are we? Harrison <laughs> took all our blue chew and then he says, we never received our blue chew. You're right. I, I do think I have some blue chew. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I got to look. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for your listeners. Uh, Doesn't get better than this. Free? 
free blue chew. Yeah. Absolutely free. Just say the word Hitler's penis. No. <laughs> Type in promo code Hitler's penis. No. Spike 911 at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code Spike 911 to receive your first month free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. It's only five bucks. Visit bluechew.com. For more details and important safety information, and we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, you don't need to tell me you ordered it in a DM. That, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, please. Uh, that tell creeps Spike. me out. Tells no, the tell Spike. Hey, hey, guess what, Spike? Yes, stranger from <laughs> Norway. I finally ordered Blue Chew, and it's working. Oh, thank you for supporting the show. I'm hey, like an offshore. About, have we covered that uh, boner meds work to to ward off Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's, 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 Alzheimer's. Yes, you have it. Um, yeah. Oh, we talked about it. No, it's oh. been in the papers. It's been in the news. Yeah. Blue Chew prevents, could, maybe. <laughs> really? Alzheimer's. Yeah. Well, you can't make that claim, but. Well, well no, it's being, it's, scientists are making this claim that, that Vi- Viagra-like medicines are helping to uh, stave off Alzheimer's. You know what else they're helping? <laughs> stave off limp noodle syndrome. These rock art scientists, that they don't forget a thing. People attacking mannequins and <laughs> cadavers in funeral homes. That's what else they're helping. Well, yeah, but they remember it. What do I do with this? <laughs> Sir, stop fucking that head of lettuce. In the is <laughs> Never. Please. I'm sorry. I'm not going to stop. It's my scar radio made me do it. <laughs> Why do you do that? Mm. I've got a lot of questions to answer and mm. uh, a lot of stories. But also, this I thought was really cool. Rolex wants to send you to watchmaking school for free. Listen yeah. up, young listeners. If you are directionless, and this is not an ad, the new Rolex Watchmaking Training Center, which opened in Dallas, Texas last year, is fostering a new generation of crown certified watchmakers. And they've just announced their first educational program. They've got uh, administrators, instructors, decades of experience. I guess you take uh, six months of exams working with Rolex timepieces. Then they send you to uh, Switzerland. Yeah. Right? To do your final test. That's right. All courses culminate with a final exam in Geneva with graduating students eligible for jobs in Rolex's service network across North America. That's a great Is there an age limit? Can I go? <laughs> I thought about that, too. I thought if I were younger and I didn't, I, I would probably do that. That'd be all right. Sounds- Sounds amazing. Why not? Lock it up. It's free free school, and then you got a job. Free trip to Switzerland. And then, and then, and then free watch parts yeah, yeah. on very valuable, expensive watches. <laughs> right. mm, I'll just take these out of the insides, put in the other That's ones. That's right. Soon enough, you've got yourself a Paul Newman Daytona. That's right. Where that yeah. Tiffany blue dial go? Yeah. Do you feel... I work on my own watches. I do little things and stuff, but it, it's hard for me to relax in the process. It's not, you know, zen in the art. I do not it. think it's a relaxing process, watchmaking. Yeah, yeah. It's like surgery. Certain type of personality. That yes. It. Yeah. yeah. Spectrum-y. Is it? Maybe you got to be. Uh, yeah. No. You also or, have to have, like, exceptionally one type of vision where you can, like, stare at a magnifying glass all day. Well, you know, we just did a watch. Um, my wife's watch it's amazing what it comes back looking like it mm. really is amazing it's perfection it's just perfectly new they charge you for that but you get back something beautiful this yeah. was a rolex yeah and yeah. you sent it where to, Ro- to rolex service in beverly hills it just needed a service and i had them do the whole deal and uh, you know it's a little gold presidential dealy and i and and you know of course i'm sent to pick it up <laughs> you go get this, and I need uh, blueberries and 
you know, I'm the Aaron Blue boy. Chew. Blue Chew, whatever else. It's you, always that. But I but I said, yeah, that Rolex thing, I'll do that. That's fun. And then they wouldn't give me the watch. Because you didn't drop it off? Yeah. And I said, well, look at the last name. It's the same last name. And we had to call Erica. So I don't know. She but authorized. I respected that. That was fine. That's smart. Well, let's say you're the, you know, the divorcing spouse. Yeah. You show up there at the jewelry I'll tell you what the, the scariest moment is. Then you have the watch, right? And you're walking out into a parking lot. <laughs> you know? And you're looking over your shoulder like... The timepiece gentleman might strike. Yeah, exactly. Clonk you over the head with a pipe. I'm the timepiece gentleman. Oh, no. <laughs> you're I trying to get in my Rolex. car. I, was, I had the Subaru that day, too. So I thought maybe uh, I'm yeah. looking kind of undercover. Right. Maybe I look like a gig driver just delivering lunch. Is it in like a Rolex bag or oh, can yeah, you just no, shove it in yeah. your pocket? The whole thing? It. Yeah. Oh, so I would have said put it in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. But your wife wants the bag. But it's irresistible. I mean, Tag Hoyer does the same thing. They did a watch for me once and it just comes back just perfect. You just, I mean, with that watch it didn't matter, but you just have to be careful that they don't change things on the watch, that, mm. like dials and things that you don't or want done. Puzzles. The polish right. is kind of, you know, to, my, to her credit, she... Beats the hell out of this watch. She does not treat it as a... She treats it as a Timex. I as mean, a tool. Just beats on it. Yeah, good. And it gets scratched up. Doesn't care if they pause. That's, just, just that's great. It. It's nice. I got a lot of heat from, from people on Instagram about my Submariner 5512 having a scratched crystal. You know, it's one of those plastic crystals. Yeah. And there's that little tube of goo. Have you seen that? I use it. I've heard yeah. about this. Yeah. yeah well, it doesn't, doesn't work that yeah, well. well. i got to tell you, this it worked on this. Well, then it maybe it is, wasn't a real scratch. I don't know. It, it, it made it look better, right? It, it really looks clear, like a whole wow. new yeah, watch. My, my buddy Dom, Dom, who got you the Subaru, he he swears by that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It so. It's 50-50. I, I've okay. used that stuff for years. If it's too deep, it won't really do it. It'll, it'll make it look nice, but it won't. It's not the magic uh, wand you want it to be. And crystals aren't that that bad. You can no. go find those. No. Right? But those it, those are it, easy I, to replace. But this was convenient. Right there with the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's like a new watch. You yeah, should you, get it. I'll get you a little bag of tools and things to work on this stuff. It's great if you can do it all yourself. It's really great. I do straps. That's about as deep as I can. I can do straps, too. Yeah. Straps are it. I change uh, little batteries and quartz. Oh, batteries. Yeah. I can do a battery. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've opened anything up and resealed it i would just be scared of the waterproofing part of it you know what i mean like on a mechanical so few people are getting in the water with their watches i i, I, I get in the water i do yeah but i wouldn't count on my work to do that that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. i got maybe i would yeah hmm. i got see. a guy what do you mean i got a guy who can work on my watches where cody what did you drive here tonight porsche cayenne s so this is the new uh, S, where the old S had a, a Turbo 6, V6, and they put the V8 back into it. Um, and it I got to tell you, if you like the sound of a V8, this is insane. It is the coolest sounding thing. Like when you start it up, sounds great. You walk behind it to get something out of the back, and it's like Rumbles. you get the, well, not only the rumble, but like the real crossfire. You hear like each bank going off, like left, right, left, right, stereo yeah. exhaust. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. Um, I just drove it up to Monterey and back down and uh, did some driving with Reggie, let Reggie drive it. And uh, he's become a very good driver. And we had a good time. We're going over you went up to Monterey? I did. I can't tell you on the air why yet, but I can tell you off the air. But March 11th, we find out. 
pretty cool stuff. And when did you drive up and back? Yeah, just in the in the Cayenne. The, but when? The S- oh, I dro- uh, what's today? Saturday. So I drove up Thursday. I drove back today. It's a five-hour drive. It's not he's bad. Fresh. How, he's a youthful man. He's a young man. I'm he's so overloaded man. on energy drinks right now. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> oh, What? Energy wow. powders. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine. My, my favorite was... energy drink is white powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cocaine. No, no. Blue, I was snorting blue chew to get down here. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it's a great road trip car. So yeah, they did. I, That's nice. I would say it's interesting because there's no GTS for like two years, so GTS will come eventually. But this is this is a nice alternative, you know. There's no <clears throat> end in sight to our car being held at the port. Uh, one of my neighbors is getting a GT4RS delivered, so those cars made it through. I guess the 718s didn't have this part in it. This uh, yeah, the 718s and Macans weren't affected. Yeah, everything yep. else, everything else, but no end. <clears throat> It's a who's shame. Uh, who's may- driving our GT4 RS? I noticed it wasn't around. My son Dell. Oh, he is. Should I? I should text him for for some feedback. I can I can or, tell you what he's going to say. What is he going to say? I loved it. <laughs> text so him wait, for some can feedback. We, can we do like That's an, nice. Can we do an over under if it's if three words or more? <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go two. That's fun because Zuckerman doesn't drive it. Dell will drive it. Yeah, that's great. And uh, the guys at Zip Tired, I told you I got a flat, right? I came yeah, back from yeah, New York yeah. and I had an, a nail sticking out of the side of it and I didn't trust the plug. Usually I just leave the plug in these tires because they're so expensive and just keep running it. But my uh, 76 station guy, I don't know his name, but yeah, he's right. really, he's a tire expert. He does, he plugs these things for 15 bucks. Okay. But he goes, this time it won't hold. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. But I mean, zip tire is so easy. How can he not do it? You well, know? I, I like my guys at Stokes, but I didn't have time. And, uh, I ordered this Dunlop racing tire through them. And then I went down there they said, if you come, if you come early at nine, we can get it done right away. And I, I showed up there and they said, it's going to be two hours. And I had my little tennis pants on and I'm like, look, <laughs> do, I, do I look like I have two hours right, right now? That's right. I'm all babbled out. In, look at this backhand. Look at I've this got, backhand. I've got four babbled rackets. I got babbled everything. They're sending me swag. Forehand. I got to go hit. So I, I texted uh, my friends at uh, Zip Tire and uh, right away, this guy responds. He goes, uh, he goes, Spike. Yeah, order the tire through us. I go, well, I, I already ordered it through your friends at, at, at Stokes. You know, he goes, oh, no problem. Next time, just do it for us. I'm going to send somebody. He goes, guess where I am, by the way? Wh- where are you? The Arctic Circle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. ACP's literally in the North Pole. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that What's amazing? What's his name? What's ACP. Andrew. 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 Yeah. I go, I go, ha, ha, ha. He goes, no, for real. Then he sends me a picture yeah. of him. Yeah. And there's this, it looks like a cayenne or something half submerged. Somewhere in the uh, North Pole. It's these wild, like, Russian trucks that can, like, float. I've never seen anything like it. But he does this every year. He's crazy. But It sounds so unfun. But you got this idiot podcast host who's got a nail in his tire and is annoyed because of tennis. Yeah. And he's stopping, you know. Yeah. That's that's the mark of a great company, Zip Tire. Right there. I, I will say this. Yes, but also, I don't think there's much to do <laughs> when you're in the North Pole. Well, he looked like he was sinking alive <laughs> and well, dying. Trying to just basically survive. Yeah. I mean, you ba- I, from what I can tell you, you eat frozen fish, and then when, when you have to shit, you have like 30 seconds to get it done, or your kishkis freeze off. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's. What, it's, what is that word? Kishkas? It, it means your like your intestines. Like they come right off. 
No, your testicles, not your intestines. Well, your kishkas are your kishkas intestine. No, I okay. Yeah, but you know what I meant. I you know, know your what pants you down mean. And it's, it's yes. Here, below. take a look. There's the picture right there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll post it. Look, yeah, at that, yeah. look at that picture. He's like, well, Spike, I'm dying, but I'll, I'll take care of it. I'm freezing Your to death. Your Porsche will get you to tennis. That is my the level toes. of service I demand everywhere. My by fingers the way. are Every- blackened and falling off. <laughs> my, my last use. <laughs> I go, yeah, 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 but I can't drive my GD4 RS to tennis. And we're eating Admiral Bird's corpse, but <laughs> calling for Shackleford. Okay. The ghost of Shackleford. That's all well and good, but I need to drive later today to pick up pizza for the kids and I wanted to take that car. I don't have time for you to die. (laughs) A polar bear's ripping me apart. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Could they come by this afternoon? A killer whale has a strut. (laughs) I'm very patient. I could wait like two hours. But can they come to the driveway and do it and not bother me? Turgaging cannibalism. (laughs) Tell my wife I love her, Spike. I will, will, will. Yeah, 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 yeah. But can you pick up, can you pick up the tire before you come? Will you send your guy to pick it up? I've seen my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> okay, 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 that's great. My frozen eyes. <laughs> when can you do this? Focus. I cry, but my eyes would break. <laughs> my eyeballs are frozen. <laughs> yes, but your fingers are. Text your guy to get here and fix my Porsche. Anything for you, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did, and then they came right over. That's awesome. They do a great job. They're the best. We had to rip apart that GT4 RS looking for the little thing that unlocks the yeah. wheel lock there. They, do you know where they put it in the 4RS, Zuckerman? Isn't it supposed to be in a little space in the front? You would think it would be right in the front. Glove or box. maybe in the glove box. Glove box, no. But you have to rip off that plastic just beneath the windshield, which is <coughs> unpleasant. That plastic pad yeah. about the size of this table. Yeah. Click, click, rip, rip. Oh, and then it's, it's in this little yeah, uh, yeah. like coffee Receptacle. Can. Yeah. But you just go, what... That, I don't want to have to do that to my car when I take a wheel off. Come on. Just throw it in the frunk. Just leave it. Let it roll around. I'll find some, something to do there. And, he, you know, wheel on. Boom. Done. Yeah, they're, they're the best. Take it away. Balance. Everything's good. Guy yeah. goes like this. See you later. Yeah. Done in 20 minutes. Yep. And then he comes back and says, can I have a job? My boss is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's your company now. No, the guy that came by, it was he's one of the partners in the company. Told me all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ferrer. Johnny Lieberman. Spike Scar Radio. So there you go. Let me do an ad. For Ziptar? <laughs> I just did. Oh, yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's not an ad, but it is a great service if, you're, if you've got one of these GT cars or these Porsches and you're stuck. And I, I mean, I would say nine times out of ten, my nails, I find them at home in the garage. To have somebody come with the tire... They're Michelin dealers. They, you know, it's Dunlop, the, he would have ordered it and brought it over. I mean, it's irresistible. I haven't been to a tire shop in five years because they come to the house. Why would you go to a tire shop? They well, I like the it. Stokes guys. They're Porsche guys. They race Porsches. Oh, that's fair. If I have time, you get sure. a cup of coffee, sure, you sit sure. and you talk to the guys. Sure. But this is, you know, they just come talk to, to the Brit. house. There's a guy named Britt. You talk Brit. to Britt. Hey, hey Britt. Hey, Spike. Tell me about that red GT3 you have. Yeah, that's, a, that's a Porsche right there. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're racing that one. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one that one Lime Rock in 82. They're kind of the yeah. local place. We like to go hang okay. out there. All right. Well, there's that. <clears throat> but let's talk about another local place. Okay. Acre Gold. Yeah. Right out of Santa Monica. <laughs> Don't come out of pocket for expensive gold all at once. Instead, subscribe to gold for as little as $30 a month. These are the folks that sent me gold. 
You got gold? They sent me gold in oh, the mail. What kind of gold? This. Huh? Gold? Gold. Gold. Okay. Like an ingot. powder? No, an ingot. ingot. A stamped ingot. So it was uh, two and a half grams. You ingot. <laughs> you ingot. <laughs> you dumb ingot. <laughs> well, and, uh, and, uh, two and a half this. grams? What's that worth? Like a couple hundred bucks. They I, just I gave immediately, it to you? They just gave it to me for doing the show. You want ingots? We'll get you some ingots. Look Let's at them. Look at them. Ingots. Yeah. Look at them. Yeah. It'd be like treasure of the Sierra Madre. See, it was one of those. See, look, I got a picture right there. There's a yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I called uh, uh, Sam, who sells our ads in New York, and said, "Tell them I want to buy more gold, and I've been buying more gold." There's something really fun about getting gold and putting it, uh, keeping it at home as a little hedge. As I told in the story last time, Dan Rather, when he traveled used to sew gold coins into his jacket in case he was uh, kidnapped by terrorists or something doing a story. And he would take them out and trade them for his life. Instead, he just used them for prostitutes. No, he did not. <laughs> he didn't. Why would I say that? Because I was at a strip joint with Dan Rather and I saw well, him in action? No. No. Not because of that. Yeah. Because I was uh, by myself with him uh, on his set at CBS How do you News. Buy this and he gold? was singing me train songs. <laughs> and I was looking at him going, is this man insane? No, it's not no, because he of is that. insane. He has gold sewn <laughs> in his clothes. No, I thought that was cool that he had gold sewn in M- his clothes. Most people have a gold watch, but you know. Why don't you um, sew, 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 sew your ingots in your hat? You can sew in your tennis Zuckerman, clothes. But you should get a couple ounces of gold and put it in your house. Anyways, here's how it works. You pay in every month until your gold stash reaches the price of Acres Gold Bars. Then the Acre discreetly ships directly to your home. <laughs> it's true. I got Zuckerman, I got an envelope. I didn't know what it was. I opened it up. My son was there, and there was gold inside. And I said, son, this isn't normal, so don't. <laughs> don't remember this. Right, Just forget right, this right. happened. This doesn't happen Why to are people dad. sending you gold? I go, I don't <laughs> know. Shh, shh. Son, Acre Gold me. has fifty dollars, hundred dollars, and two fifty per month options for larger gold bars. Acre is backed by the same team who funded Liquid Death canned water. Some customers have been subscribed for uh, over four years. Go to getacregold.com/spike911. Getacregold.com/spike911. Right here in Santa Monica, George, uh, one of the Simpsons writers, George Meyer. I remember famously when I was the uh, receptionist at Saturday Night Live, and he was uh, one of the head writers there. He just kept coming up to me, going, "You gotta, you gotta start buying gold. Gold was like a hundred dollars an ounce." And he seemed like a lunatic to you. But he goes, "All I'm doing, my whole mission in writing television, I take all my money and I convert it to gold." He then went on to Letterman. He then went on to The Simpsons. He took all of that money and kept buying gold. And I would watch and the now, price of gold. It went to two hundred dollars. It was never higher than two hundred dollars. And now he, it's two thousand dollars. Where is this man? And can we? He bought an there? island in a, Seattle. A solid gold island. He bought an island. He lives. He's retired now, and he has an island with his gold there. <laughs> I've never seen Zuckerman look so happy. No, he I did live. it. Can we take a sailboat, pirates? <laughs> And George is one. Of- What's Johnny Depp doing? Let's go. <laughs> no, I think he cashed his gold in to get the island. I don't uh, think it's an island. You don't think he's buried? In, he doesn't he's have any buried, buried treasure. treasure. No, it's Treasure Island. <laughs> I think George is a Harvard grad. I think he and probably the most funny or in my top five favorite comedy writers. You know what? You know he majored in gold. Unbelievably funny guy, the Steve O'Donnell. Those guys who started at Letterman. Just you just watch them write, and you're just like Jesus. Super funny. That's why The Simpsons work. Guys like that. Anyway, we got some questions here, and we also have real news uh, for Zuckerman. Which, oh, which, which do you do want to do first? <laughs> Let's do questions. You want to do some questions? Let's do some questions. There's a lot of questions. 
Yeah, but are there a lot of good questions? No, there's not a lot of good questions, but there's a lot of <clears throat> Did you see I used Rufus as the picture? Yes. <laughs> I wish I had a way of knowing which were the best questions. You need like a secretary to put them together. Yes. An intern. An in- oh, Spike's Car Radio intern. Yeah, let's get some volunteers. Get DM me. Spike. Get me oh, some here's, here's a question from Sam, who's our head of sales <laughs> and advertising. Can I have Johnny's kidney, he writes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sam, uh, uh, he, needs, he does need a kidney. <laughs> if you have a spare kidney out there, Sam really does. He'll take he your does. kidney, yeah, he, and he, send you gold and blue chew. He had a kidney transplant and it just failed. And we wish him well on the show. And if you have a spare kidney for Sam, yeah, <laughs> help him out. He'll send you AG one gold blue chew. Oh, he can hook you up with everything for your kidney. Gold you, really, you only need one kidney. You only do. Yeah. You know, my dad but, only had one. What? He was he only was, born he, with one kidney. Yeah. Oh wow. So he drank as hard as he could and smoked <laughs> and gambled. Yeah. Well, you only need one. And, and that the, kidney and made kid, it. it. Yeah. It made it to the end. Yeah. Impressive what you can do to that kidney, that one kidney. Um, fingerboard Workshop. That's a guy who makes little fingerboard skateboards. Do you know those things? Mm-hmm. Kids R- Rufus them. is eating a paper towel, by the way. Are any of you guys into MB and F watches? Yes. Did you just do a watch podcast, Suckerman? Yes, what, I did. What did you do? Um, Adam Golden of Menta, Menta Watches yeah. out of Miami. He was here in Los Angeles, and he stopped by uh-huh. uh, the garage by the office, and we had a nice little chat for 20 minutes. And uh, I got some positive feedback. I haven't really done a YouTube chat before, and I'm told I came off only mildly insane, and, and, and I, it went okay. Were you credible? I think I was. Yeah. But I can't really self-judge that. Did anybody say, who's this Jew? Like was, they did well, when course. I was on Leno's show? <laughs> of course. These these Jews. These Jews control the and Leno. Yeah. Let's, it's time for the white people to rise up. That Someone literally wrote that oh, on yeah. YouTube. We should get him on the show. He sh- he's got to be in the green room. <laughs> Radamac can clonk him over the head. <laughs> so people were nice to you in the comments. I haven't seen the comments. I think that Adam gets the comments. I haven't looked at the comments. I don't care. I, I do get a lot of DMs. Surprisingly, a lot of people uh, watched it. And at the <clears throat> end of the episode, I, I gave my, my parting speech about how to collect, which, uh, which, which they, they had to beat every me every dollar. <laughs> That's right. Which Make was a too, lot of money. Is, which is, is when you're wondering what to do, just say, fuck it. <laughs> you say in your mind, fuck it and do it. You're dying. Well, here was the question. MB and F watches. What are those? I've oh, I'm very into those. Max Busa, I think, is how you pronounce it. Yeah, Gary uh, I just actually, I was, I was, I had lunch in Beverly Hills Butter the other sausage. day, and we went into the boutique. And um, if I had 185 thousand dollars to spend on a particular watch, he makes one that's it's a double chrono. Oh wow! And you can start both chronos at the same time with one button, or you can start them individually, stop them individually. So cool. Very into those watches. Speaking of comments, I mean, um, I interviewed this per- uh, lovely uh, person, Alex Hershey. Uh, yeah. Who's known as Supercar Blondie, who has accomplished so much yeah. with her channel and where she came from. And she's one of us. She's a driver. I couldn't believe how rude people were in the comments when I asked for questions. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were super rude. I was surprised. By I hung out with her last by night. It. She's super cool. Uh, Why are people dicks to her? I don't know, but the, I, the show's getting posted. Uh, she has some some uh, announcements she's going to be making, and it's embargoed for a couple weeks. But, uh, you know, I invited her uh, to be part of the show. I said, anytime Johnny's not around or Zuckerman's not around, you're welcome to come. Nice. 
you know, it, it's it's how we found Reggie and folks like that. You know, mm-hmm. I do these one on ones, and then I go, this person will mix. They're just like us, but. I, you know, for me, and I said this to her in the show, I said, I, you know, I almost felt like I had to apologize to her for that. She's like, that nah, doesn't bother me. And I said, well, it bothers me. Um, what I, what I love about the car community is how accepting they are. Most people. Yeah, most people. <laughs> They're yeah, really, yeah, yeah. you know, no matter what you drive or what, if you like these things, we like you. We don't care if you know a lot about an engine or don't know about an engine. Everybody's got a thing. But you can't deny this woman's success. You cannot no, deny no, her. No, no, She's no. far more successful in the car world than we are. Oh, way more. Way yeah. more. Way more. Way more. No, she does like a like a post on a whatever and it's like, you know. 90,000 likes. Yeah, she does her own thing and she's got a great audience. Why do you guys care? You don't have to watch it. Right. I dealt with some of that, you know, when I started doing uh, Car Matchmaker, I think was the first car thing I did. Oh, I still But I kept saying, like, look, I'm not a car journalist. I just like cars. Let me talk about them to people like me. I I still deal with that, people. You don't know anything. Well, that's that's true. (laughs) These two, (laughs) but that's different. These two altar cockers all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's a good show. You'll get to hear it uh, in a couple of weeks. Nice. She was wearing a nice watch last night. I know. And, yeah. you know, she noticed this watch on me. Oh. Oh. The Sheffield SCR edition. Yeah. Prototype. Prototype coming soon. And that is beautiful. It's great, right? I love this Sheffield company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're terrific. I've given away seven Sheffields. <laughs> he just keeps sending them to me. I just keep giving them away. Yeah, we got a whole new batch coming it's in. It's so cool. But this new Spikes Car Radio one is going to come out, and I'm telling him, like, look, you know, make a lot of them. They're inexpensive. They're beautiful. You know, she, whatever watch she had on, she had a rose gold. It was a Nautilus. It was Nautilus, a Nautilus, right? Nautilus, yeah. And she said, but what are you wearing? And I, yeah. said, yeah. I said, this is a chef. She goes, a what? Yeah. What does that cost? Yeah. I go, yeah. it's going to be sub $200. She went, what? Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, mine's $1.5 million or whatever. <laughs> really? I don't know. What's a Patek yeah. rose gold Nautilus cost? It's a lot of money. Yeah, you're know. just, I mean, yeah. her whole ecosystem is Dubai. That's a whole different yeah. vibe than yeah, yeah, California. Yeah. So. No, she was telling me about like a, some crazy vodka that she drinks on Emirates Airlines. I was like, what? Like, this is like it was like, I don't know, $750 for a bottle of vodka. Which Look, is people criticize insane. us all the time for talking about things that most people can't afford. And we can't afford most of the things we talk about. But she's yeah. talking about things that are way beyond. Oh, yeah. oh. Like, you know, cars that I was like, what? The Mercedes, what? AZR? What is that? <laughs> yeah. When flame comes out, the, the brake light? Huh? Yeah. Anyway. Why doesn't Johnny like battle ropes, Scotty Lefkoe? <laughs> the fuck are battle ropes? What are battle ropes? You've seen them all. It's like a thing, you know. People grab two big ropes in the gym and you uh, yeah, like, wave your arms like noodles. Yeah, that looks dumb. They don't do anything. They don't. It's they, you know they they, they do, but I don't like them either. What do they do? Huh? They kind of like tire out your shoulders. You're not building muscle with them or anything. It's like, makes you look like a tough guy in front of I the girl. I don't know what you look like. You look like you're swinging ropes. Or, I don't. I, know. I don't like them either. Do a shoulder press. Take take the weights and put it over your head. I've then. been working with a trainer since what 2004. Yeah. We've done a lot of different things, even boxing. No battle ropes. Boxing's good. Trainer's gone. That's eh, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bruno the Waffle wants to know, Zuckerman, which Daytona <laughs> references did you add to the collection? Do you all know your them. reference numbers? I have all of them. I have a, a 6264, I think. That's the rarest yeah. one. That's yeah. the, that is the stainless steel with the uh, black enamel uh, bezel and black dial. 
Um, the one with the metal bezel, the 63, I think is a 6239. Mm. That one's so nice. And then I think I have a 6238. But I'm not going to swear that's the gold one, right? Is that? But I but I can't remember all those. I numbers. really I I had a six two six three that I sold Oof. that had a service dial on it, and it it finally got to me <laughs> that it was service dial one day. I, <laughs> I got rid of it, but now I wanna I wanna find uh, an original dial one. But those if you know those got to be what like hundred grand right now. Yeah, maybe. And but I have to tell you, they do wear well. I, uh, you know, I, that was something on the on the meant to watch thing that I discussed that in 93, I was uh, in the jewelry exchange in New York and there was a there was an early Daytona for five grand. And I said, I can't afford that. Uh. It seems like we're, you know, did you see Jerry Selling's 917? I saw it on Cabiglio Garage. <laughs> His 917, the Steve McQueen 917 is out there. I mean, how long is that going to last? Ten seconds? That's the ultimate 917. That's the Steve McQueen, LeMond camera car. That's the car that he and I went and looked at back in the day on La Cienega and, and, uh, and stared at it for three straight hours. That took out, we took it out to... Uh, Willow Springs. Willow Springs, right, with a, with a Ferrari 512. The cars were racing around. Chad McQueen was there. That's the car. It has, still has the camera brackets and stuff. You could buy a lot of Daytonas with that. Yeah, money. but if you wanted the best Porsche of all time, the most iconic, I mean, that might That's be it. the most iconic car, arguably. It's up there, top, top. It's on the podium for sure, yeah. I've driven it too. And it's apparently, it's all restored fresh from the Seinfeld works. I, I mean, that's a huge winner. Huge winner. Is that like 25 million? Maybe more. I don't know. I I mean I don't know. I, okay, what we gotta you, have we gotta have him on the show. But the the last nine seventeen I remember was uh, there was a, it was a Gulf livery you know nine seventeen uh, I think it was a K. thirty or K or whatever and it was like Fugazi. twenty million. Yeah, but there, I think that was the was that the questionable one. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, yeah. This but it was is twenty the, mil, this is right? The legit one. Well, I yeah. don't want to go. I mean, I think we should have him on and ask him about it. Um, yeah. But boy, Cabiglio Garage on Instagram. There's he's got other cars there for sale right now. I'm going to look. I know he, I know he keeps, you know, I, I'm like you, like during the day now, I'm just rolling around and I'm forgetting stuff. I'm just working hard right now. And he called and he said, I'm selling a bunch of stuff and I totally forgot about it. I opened Instagram I'm like, oh my God, look at what's there. He's got that great, great 356 uh, Carrera B, B yeah. Carrera. Yeah. The one we love with the, with the race engine, yeah, yeah. engine in it. It's got torque forever. I mean, this is, this is the genius of Jerry never showing his entire collection. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You have no idea how deep this bench is. It's amazing. But uh, I would guess that, you know. Can I interpret? It? Does that mean he has other 917s behind this I'm one? I'm not going to comment on any, <laughs> anything. But there are notable race cars. We, he's talked yeah. about notable race cars that he still owns. Fair enough. We've seen them on the lawn at Pebble Beach. And, yeah. You know. Many. His bench is deep. The whole NFL deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However... I mean, I mean, I can't speak for the guy, but the not that nine seventeen. Do you know why he's selling it? No, I want to ask him. Okay, oh, yeah. But I would guess it's like you know any reason we all sell stuff. Why did I sell my six two six three? You just, it's stuff. It's just stuff. Right, 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 right. Maybe it's for somebody else to drive now. The guy certainly has no shortage of cars. <laughs> yeah, no shortage. No shortage. Zero shortage. I showed up to that hangar the other day, and I was just like, okay, I have not seen 10 of these things. Where did that come from? Um, but yeah, let's ask him. 
What are your thoughts on driving gloves? We've had this question before. This is Crash V. Um, you've got to be very careful putting on driving gloves <laughs> before you get out and use them because you look a little, in my opinion, a little too precious. A little too much. It's a little too much. One guy contacted me directly on Instagram, asked me what I thought, and I said I thought they were an affectation. And then he admitted that he gets kind of sweaty hands while driving. It doesn't if want to there's wreck. a function. So I said yes. So as long as it's, it's if there is a real functional reason, then a okay. I use have them, at it. I'll tell you what I use them for all the time is motorcycles. Anytime well, yeah. I'm on a motorcycle or a bike, your I hands always, will freeze off. No, even even and when grip. it's warm, it's just with the rubber and the grips. I just prefer to have a nice uh, thin glove on there. But you know. again, it's for use. I use them like in a if it's cold morning in a convertible, I'll put on a pair of leather gloves. And, right, you know. but if you're in your you know your Honda CRV and no. you put on you know leather no. gloves, no. But so I mean, it, look if you're on a track, you know a pair of yes, if it's got a use and it's sense. not just yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you're not just it's not just a fashion statement. When then, I was when I was training for Pikes uh, on the simulator. Uh, uh, Jamie Mara, who was coaching me, he would put on driving gloves to work the simulator. And I'm like, why are you doing this? He goes, because when you get in the race car, you're going to have the gloves on. Get used to it. So I was on the simulator with gloves. Worked. It was fine. Is the Zagato still in rotation? Uh, Nostalgic Garage. It is not rotating, but it's in my hangar. And uh, we should have a nice license plate announcement after all of these years, Zuckerman, soon. I better get that Hungarian on on the phone. Yeah. I was going to, I might go down there and, and get the Zagato. It needs to be driven. It hasn't been driven in months and months. Should I go down and get it? But I've got your 87. I'd have to look at that. There. Okay. I've got Marco as my uh, Super 90 GT. He's doing a, a little Ooh. bit of fettling on it. And when that car comes back, those two cars together, Ooh. they are essentially stable mates. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 1960 Super 90. The the uh, what year is our uh, Zagato? Yeah, is it it's built on a 61, but it's a 59 design. Yep. Yeah, and it's a super. It's also super, super engine, 90. and it's also lightweight. So those two cars together, it's a super. It's actually a super 125 <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Will Hoyt, yes, uh, jacked it up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, a day like today, driving that car. What am I oh, doing? Oh yeah. Do you care if your 87 ends in my hangar for a little while? No. You don't care, right? No, dude. Then I'll, eventually I'll switch it and get the 4RS. I was all over in the 66 today. Oh, I was, yeah? Yeah, I had the greatest drive today. Yeah, it was nice. I had to go up through Hollywood and then down to East L.A. and then back over this way. Oh, man. Yeah. It was a good day. Uh, you, by the way, California right now is greener than Ireland. It is, the, yeah, it is insane. Like like Solvangi, but but the Paso Robles, like oh yeah, you drove uh, down right, just green. Like I've never seen it like this in my life. It's beautiful. Water will do that. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> There's still a lot of mud in Malibu though. I mean, well sure, Malibu but. Canyon was closed. There's a boulder in the middle of Malibu Canyon there. Right Two there. houses up the street got yellow tagged. Really? Yeah, they hit their hill slide a uh, slid, so <clears throat> they're not allowed to yellow tag. Does it? It means there's a restriction, and and in their cases, they're not allowed on their decks. That's part of the Malibu vibe, man. And red, just red natural tag is, disasters. Red tag is you can't you go can't in there. In your you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're coming to mash your house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me fry rice. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> asking. Nice. Uh, well, let's hope that he's not. He's an authentic. Right. What's what's Rufus chasing? Uh oh. Her, her shadow. 
Make sure that's not a coyote. No, no. She's looking at a reflection in the glass. Oh, oh, Smart nice. dog. Yes. <laughs> that, this is what I look like. <laughs> look, yeah, she, she is. Unbelievable. Why do you purchase your cars from a Porsche dealership in Florida? Because they uh, have them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer. Yes. Me fry rice. What started that relationship was the fact that we were starting to get charged over sticker for our GT cars. And uh, what's he doing? Mike O'Donnell from Clearwater Porsche called up and he said, we'll take care of you. And now uh, we have a great relationship with those guys. Yeah. Why do you rob banks? That's where the money is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great, you know, we have a great relationship with that dealership and you know, all the, the advice is you, you cultivate that relationship with your local dealership. They'll take care of you. And if they're not, you go elsewhere, go where they're, you're nice to you. That's a good rule of business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even if they're on the North Pole. What type of breed is Rufus, says two Auk Nines? A Brussels Griffon. Mm. <laughs> Chocolate brown. <laughs> <laughs> Phlegm dog. <sighs> you had too many drakes tonight. No, I had too many cigar puffs. Where did we eat tonight? It was good food. Ms. Lala on Adams. So good. Erica said, what, what kind of food do you have? And I said, uh, Johnny said it's Israeli food. She goes, Jesus Christ, it's Middle Eastern food. Isn't it Israeli? I don't know. It happens, this happens to be an Israeli place. She got mad at Johnny. She doesn't really even hang out with what, Johnny. Uh, why would she be mad about that? I it's don't true. know. Is it true? It's true. What's true? Ms. Lala is an Israeli okay, good. restaurant. I'm going to take that home. Yeah, tell Erica. <laughs> Yeah. She's not calling. You think I could stand up to that girl? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there looking at me when I come home. Put her on the phone. Did, glare on the phone. John, did, he, did he mean Palestinian yeah, food? Yeah, Palestinian food. What do you what do you what did you eat over there? Were you smoking cigars? Yes. The accusatory tone. <laughs> oh no, she's always happy to get me out of the house. She doesn't <laughs> want me around. The more I'm not around, the better our relationship is. Exactly. You don't know what it's like to live with me. Bad. I talk to the television a lot, cracking jokes. Shh, quiet. I go, but that was a good joke. Will you, Spike, will you be quiet? She doesn't <laughs> understand what she married. <laughs> she thinks she's something else. <laughs> she's going to be like Rufus and wake up one day and take well, a Remember look. Mystery Science Theater? Yeah, remember that yeah, show? Sure. That's what comedy writers and comedians are like when they watch TV. You can't shut up. You just, you don't have that gear. You like to talk. You like to observe. You like to make you make each other laugh. I don't I don't think she understood what she married. Which car company is currently offering the best paint colors? Ooh, I always like that question. Joseph Gahofsky. Subaru. Do you think I, Subaru has this lovely green, but they lost all their blues and oranges. They I got think. rid of the oranges, yeah. 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 That's I what mean, I'm thinking of. So who do you think? I mean... I, I'll leave it to Johnny. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, the thing is, like, you can kind of get, if you have, you know, most high-end car companies will do any color. Like, I have a friend who got a Bugatti, and he requested a Lamborghini orange, and they gave yeah, him the Lamborghini Yeah, but I think we're talking regular about regular car company. Yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kia, maybe? Kia's doing good stuff. Mazda, Mazda Red is hard to beat, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Porsche's good. They're all they're they're all pretty good. Monster Red is not doesn't stop me when I see it. But Monster Red is a good. Red. It used to be the Subaru color palette that that stopped me every time. Yeah. I a, see those cars all the time. Subaru Couple of blue. Broncos have have good colors. Broncos Ooh. have very good yeah. colors. Yeah. My Bronco is going to be born March four, and I saw two of the limited edition uh, that light uh, blue eggshell color that I got uh, on sports today. Two of them. 
Nice. And I looked at him and I went, oh, it's kind of like a mice in blue, this car. Yeah. 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 But I'll tell you, Zuckerman, I don't, I don't need a daily anymore. I don't drive anywhere. Everything's Zoom. I, I haven't had my own car. I've been driving Jack Subaru, but I don't even drive that. I don't go anywhere anymore. What happened? <laughs> the wheelchair's coming. <laughs> You're going to get so. a, you a know what I really, wheelchair dropped off. Yeah. With well, the pandemic happened, we all got used to Zoom meetings. And now nobody goes anywhere unless you're shooting something. And entertainment died two weeks ago. There's no more entertainment. Movies, TVs, it's over. Wait, what happened with the movies? The strike ended and it died. It just died. <laughs> oh, okay. There's nothing. So nobody's doing anything. It's eerie. Weird. It's creepy. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, you can look at your Bronco in the driveway. While the woodpecker <laughs> drives you insane. <laughs> Drive the woodpecker into the garage. Spiked up! <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> you can chase the woodpecker with the Bronco. If you knew how much, you know, I walk the dog at night and I see the woodpeckers, how much I love the woodpeckers before this started two months ago. How, like, I would just be grateful that I would lived in a neighborhood like this and saw beautiful birds and have these peaceful California, you know, moments walking my dog. And now they're my enemy. <laughs> now they've turned. Here, do you get parrots out on your uh, end of town? We we did in Hollywood. We don't here, okay, but because we got the just parrots. just so you know, I'm not joking. Look at this picture. Holy shit, <laughs> Zuckerman, Zuckerman, look. Holy shit, you got to post that. <laughs> Those wow. are holes. Oh my god, that's right above your desk. If if I were to widen out, see that see that window? That's yeah, my no, window. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. 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 That sucks. It looks like someone took a machine gun to the side or a hammer actually. <laughs> Just like started beating on it with a hammer. What so what does that mean? That panel has dry rot on it? No, the panel doesn't exist anymore. You need to you're going to have to get the hawk, the fake hawk sits on top of the house that doesn't really work. Right. This is not good. Pellet gun. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's bad. But how do we fix it? Painter? Do I call a painter and have them yeah, plaster you need it? A carpenter. Painter. Well, a painter, carpenter, same thing. They fix yeah. the dry rot. What is he getting out of there? Grubs? That's not it's what they do. It's just what they do. Hmm. Really disappointing. <laughs> grubs. <laughs> Why'd you attack Spike's house? That's where the wood is. That's I'm where the grubs are. <laughs> hmm. I was having a lovely day. You know, uh, Santa Cruz. The bike guys. Mm. There's this guy, Seb, who uh, is running marketing for Santa Cruz. Heard us talking about mountain bikes. Came over to the house a couple days ago. Big Santa Cruz van. Dropped off to uh, Santa Cruz Heckler. Uh, carbon fiber, blah, blah, blah. Mountain bikes with motors in them. Two exceptional looking machines. <laughs> and uh, I can't get over how much, like, Porsches these things are. Oh? How much they remind me of the cars. I, I texted him before the show and I said, uh, you know, I can't, I, I don't know the bike world as well as you do. And I haven't been riding mountain bikes for a long time. And I can't believe how technologically advanced they are now. They're like the levers that the seat goes down so you can get around turns and then you pop it and the seat goes back up. Oh, really? There's electronic uh, gear shifting and brakes and the thing feels like it weighs like five pounds. Wow. And he said, uh, you've got a 2024 GX Axis, two of them, um, reserve carbon wheel package, the lightest weight in the category. The most powerful motor, biggest battery in the category, gives it the most range, makes it easy to throw around, looks and sounds like a normal powered bike, but it's got more under the hood. 
Um, and all I kept thinking was like, uh, like the ST, the 911 yeah. ST. That's what it sounds like. 911 ST. And he's a Porsche guy. These guys all have Porsches. And I go, I can see it in your company. And uh, the boys got out on him first today and took him up to Kenter on the trail and were just losing their minds. You know, the motor takes you up the hill, you're pedaling, you get up to these whoopty trails, and it feels like you got a paper airplane under you. Except when you land, you have these big, beautiful shocks, you know. And Shel Monet, who uh, from New Mexico, who had those mountain bikes, his were hardtails, right? right. Really advanced <clears throat> stuff, for, not for guys like me who, uh, you know, I, I'm not at the point where I like to lose the back end just yet. I like the shock. But these kids were throwing these bikes in the air. They're, they're exceptional machines. Nice. Exceptional machines. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. It's always exciting to find something that's like Porsche in another product. Right. And uh, Santa Cruz, for sure, and Shell Monet stuff is like the old, uh, like an older resto mod, like the very small, like Zagato, mm -hmm. but fun for the purest guy. Way above my pay grade as far as mountain bikes, but... Thank you to Santa Cruz for bringing that stuff by. Super excited about it. Should we do some Zuckerman news? Why not? This is a good one if it's the one I'm thinking of. Well, make sure you over tee it up. Okay. Because then it won't be as funny to everybody. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> yes. I think this one. There will are four be stories. I have four stories, Johnny. Just let me host the show, please. <laughs> it's not one. We have four. Motherfucker. I'm Our first story. I think all of these folks, except for one story, are eligible for the green room. At Spike's Car Radio. One is just a story I know Zuckerman will love. So why don't we start there? New York, New York Post. Violent diarrhea-inducing stomach bug spreads in Northeast. <laughs> this is today's news. Incredibly contagious. Just one particle of this norovirus that you ingest will get you sick. And unlike other coronavirus and other bugs, this norovirus has a resistance to hand sanitizer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Purell, and this is a quote, and the alcohol-based stuff doesn't get through the envelope of the virus, and it's still contagious on your hands. You have to use soap and water. So good luck, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. <laughs> That's where the highest positivity rate is. This is amazing. One particle. <laughs> One particle, Zuckerman. <laughs> it could just be in the air. The reason I read it is because I because I knew in the coming weeks we're gonna have many diarrhea stories for you. <laughs> many. Something like this. This yes. might explain the twenty minute bathroom rides on your flight back from New York. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Those yeah. people looked a little sickly. <laughs> they they were we both go. walking kind of hunched over. They looked a little sickly. They had one particle. <laughs> they one particle too. Purell, it's not working. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here are our contestants for the green room. Let's see what this first uh, gentleman's name is. Maybe I didn't even get his name down here right, but oh, maybe I forgot to put his name in here. Anyway. Yeah, they just had his picture of his face. <laughs> Former funeral home owner accused of keeping body and hearse at his house for over a year. Yeah, could get around to it. Time capsule. <laughs> a Colorado man who used to operate a funeral home in Denver was arrested Friday after investigators earlier this month found a woman's remains in a hearse and other cremations at a house he used to rent. Police said that Hartford, that's his name, was evicted. There it is. He was evicted from the house, which is how they found the woman's body. <laughs> And then this weird detail. The woman was identified as Christina Rosales. 
her family told KUSA that she had been diagnosed with early onset dementia and Alzheimer's, like Johnny, before her death. <laughs> but what explains them, though, not not wondering where she was? That's Maybe the part. They, there's they, no explanation why they did not miss the body of their loved she's one. She's got dementia, but you guys, you guys are still alive. <laughs> so I like how this guy's name is Hartford. Little Hartford. I'm Hartford, director of the funeral home and all around kook. Could you imagine the smell in that hearse, though, after a Colorado summer? Oh, boy. <laughs> but you're right. Like, you know, you're at the funeral home, right? And then the hearse takes the body to the cemetery, right? Supposedly. Or did, what What do you think happened there? Well, I think they, you know, Hartford was, you know, things were cracking up and he just needed to put something somewhere. I'll just put that there for a day or two. And it turned into <laughs> a year. year. <laughs> if you saw Hartford's face, it looks like it's juiced up with gin. Like yeah. someone injected gin right into the face. It's all red. His cheeks are up over his eyes. He's swollen. He's doing a lot of something. Maybe paint huffing like that uh, Instagram yeah. post you but, sent me. But you're right. The family's the weird part. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's got dementia. She's really not bothering us anymore, though. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were glad to be rid of her. She's real quiet lately. Yeah. <laughs> Our next contestant is Com Connor James Litka. Man arrested after allegedly trying to buy a Porsche with a $78 million check. <laughs> 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 Bloomington, Indiana, Indiana genius Connor James Litka wanted to buy a new Porsche, but ended up getting arrested. The 21-year-old presented a fake $78 million check as payment to employees at a Porsche dealership in St. Matthews, Kentucky. He was, he was trying to get change. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah. one Porsche for 100 grand, please. Give me $77 million in change. According to Wave News, Litka refused to take no for an answer. Answer, and was eventually, answer, was eventually arrested. Um, St. Matthews police said the previous day, Litka tried to buy a similar car, a Land Rover, with a check for $12 million. <laughs> he decided it to go further. Enough. It wasn't That was the problem. <laughs> this fake check should be bigger. I want to meet Litka. I can't figure out what's wrong with Litka, do you think, in your opinion? In your opinion. <laughs> well, like, whatever he has is, has been magnified by drug usage, clearly. <laughs> I love the two-day, that the $12 million crossing it out and the $78 million. Like, it's what so is the good. plan? Is it a so prank? Good. I mean, why not just write the check for the price of the car? Because he wants to get the change, Ferris. It's like it, it's like when you you pay, uh, you have your counterfeit $100 bill and you buy a cup of coffee at 7-Eleven. Right, right, And then right. you get 99 good dollars back. So he takes that check, he takes his new Porsche... And then he just goes to Vegas and cashes he goes to it. Ba he goes with his. He takes the 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 balance check seventy seven million nine hundred and ninety thousand or something nine hundred thousand. Well, neither of them have a chance against our next contestant. This is the one I was yelled at for, but this is really good. Kilt clad man seen sticking <laughs> antiques in his rectum, <laughs> then placing them back on the shelves. Cops. <laughs> This is a real story, Zuckerman. Uh, I verified it. There was video. There a 60 was video. Let me read the story. A 60-year-old kilt-wearing man in Texas was arrested last week after he was caught on surveillance footage from an antique shop allegedly grabbing several items off the shelves and placing those items in his rectum before returning them to the shelves. Mitchell C. Vest is his name. Mitchell Vest. His vest pocket. Mr. Vest. in my vest pocket. Was taken into custody on one count of criminal mischief in connection with the bizarre allegations, authorities announced. Um, 
How'd you like to put him in handcuffs? <laughs> why, why you don't even want to touch this fucking guy? And why would you let a man in a kilt come in your antiques? Well, the kilt is for access. That's I why he's doing but, that. You know, that's a giveaway. Like, okay. Oh, man. Okay. I bet you're wondering what he put in his rectum. I have the list. Oh, good. A makeup brush. <laughs> An Here's antique, your norovirus particles. An antique bottle opener. Oh, yum. A tobacco tent can. So his rectum has fine taste in collectibles. Yes. And a restoration hardware piece. Oh, talk about Antiques Roadshow. That is <laughs> Antiques Butt Show. Uh, but you saw the video. The video was amazing. I, 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 I saw the guy and I didn't want to watch the video. Oh, the video is just great because he's just video. like... You know, he's just looking forward and he's like got his hand behind his back going up the kilt and shoving whatever the makeup brush it back. up his ass and then he just puts it back. What the fuck is wrong with Mitchell Vest? <laughs> huh? I, okay, Mitchell Vest, oh. he wins. He wins. He right? wins. Hands he said, down. we don't want him in the green room. Wait, oh. I mean, he's just too gross. He can stay outside somewhere. But the- if Mitchell Vest came over here and we brought items for him to put in his rectum, you that would be a great show. <laughs> You'd watch that. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't say I would it. enjoy it, yeah, but yeah. it would be a great show. I would prefer if like Howard Stern did it or something, but it, it would definitely get some traction. But this is definitely not the first time he's concocted no. this scheme. Like no, he, he looked very experienced. Yes, he was at know. the dollar store right before yeah, that. He's an yeah. old hand at this. Like I was, do like the, the, the that it's antiques. That it's <laughs> like it's fine. His, his ass has good taste. <laughs> like, you could find a lot of those objects around any home. So he could be doing this at home, but he decides to go out in public. There is the thrill. <laughs> Let's go antiquing. Put on your kilt, honey. Here we go. We're going to Solvang. Let's browse with browsers. <laughs> it's really, uh, it's amazing how I, screwed up some of these guys are. I like Vest, though. I like this guy. Mitchell C. Vest? Yeah. He could be right here on the couch. He could be MCV. right here. MCV. No, Wouldn't you want to know on what, my couch. In the kilt? <laughs> no, he's not allowed anywhere on my what furniture. It, he don't you want to know why he's doing what I, he's doing? I you think want to know can, why. You think he can explain it? Yes. <laughs> I don't think he can. You don't, don't think he's able to tell you why? No. Oh, I bet he has a very good explanation. Oh, well, he's got an explanation, but it is nowhere near the truth. He's got some crazy explanation. Well, wouldn't you assume it's one of these weirdos that likes to put their stuff on things and watch people touch them? It's just one you of think these. he'd really admit to that? Well, he's got to say something. Well, I take the lie, by the way. I just want to know what your lie is. But Zuckerman, okay. this is why we got to interview him. We got to get him right here. I uh, ran out of toilet on your paper. white couch. <laughs> right. I ran out of toilet. My hemorrhoid paper. was killing me. <laughs> it's it all. Right. It's not what it looks like. It's exactly. I, I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like a bald man in a kilt rubbing bottle openers uh, on his rectum. Oh, I, I think in. I don't think on. I think it's in the rectum. God bless these cameras that catch this stuff. <sighs> He's been doing, he's 60, so he's been doing this for how long? 35 years? I mean, this is a, easy. Yeah, so good. Imagine if he has kids, what they're thinking today. <laughs> what? Of course he has kids. This is why he's always wearing the kilt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scottish. Your last name is Vest. It's McVest. <laughs> I don't know what you are. We changed, it. we changed it when we got to the new country. It was McVest. Yeah, MC Vest. Mitchell C. McVest. It's because you drink <laughs> Glenn Fittick doesn't make you Scottish. <laughs> I'm Scottish, I swear. I'm going to go do a little antiquing. I'm going to take <laughs> Stay away from Rufus. <laughs> What is that car, the cruiser? What is the antique? PT cruiser. The PT cruiser, and I'll be back. 
<laughs> we should find out what kind of car he drives. That would be relatable to the show. A guy like that, not sure he can lock down the car payment. <laughs> I mean, he's a fascinating guy. I do want to know exactly what he does, where he works, what he's up to. I'm sure somebody listening now is about to write us. And yeah, that, please that's tell my us. dad. Hey, by please the way, hey, Spike, he, he, he's from my hometown. I know this guy. He works out at the Little League shop, sells cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He touches food? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Scout <Anyway>. leader. <laughs> Bad news. Well, that's our show. <laughs> Good night, Mr. Vest, wherever you are. Yes. Good night. Mr. Vest, if you have Instagram, look up Mr. Zuckerman. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him you, you want to meet the guy who poops on the side of his building. You guys have a lot in common. Fecal Frank. Fecal Frank. <laughs> and the Pringles can guy, don't forget. Oh, Pringles can guy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, all three of those guys together. With a Pringles can and a kilt. <laughs> Oh, They're all wearing kilts. What has this show become? What has this show become? I don't understand. It's and you blame it on me. Spike's Car Radio, it is your fault. So, yeah, okay. Now I said to Johnny, he sends me that story. I go, and you too now? A2, Johnny? Well, I got, now you're sending me these stories? I got sent that story by 18 people. Like That, that was just like, you got to show Zuckerman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess car guys like that stuff. <laughs> Uh, I think these are Zuckerman fans, not yes. just car guys. That's our show. Don't forget to uh, check out Acre Gold and Blue Chew. Get your gold, <laughs> get your boner pills, and we'll see you next week on Spike. Put your ringgits in your ass. <laughs> radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe. I've got the bird flu.